Boy, those low clouds moving in just about sun up and they just refuse to leave. It's your boy Jay-Z. Grab your hookah. Grab your shisha. It's time to smoke. So this is definitely bringing me back to my my early smoking days of just pretty much late night hangouts and just a lot of smoking and video games. But uh, Call of Duty, we're now going to be able to play across multiple platforms, multiple consoles. And eh, I mean, like it's like it's cool that they're doing that. It's cool that they're doing cross platform, but like. I'm I'm just not that excited about Call of Duty. No? No. I mean they've they've rehashed the same games for the past like nine versions that they put out. I would say they keep adding more and more things that I get like there's always like a learning curve for me when I start to play this game because they've added one new feature. Like this the latest one now is that you have this little like health stem that you're gonna inject whenever your health is low and I'm always used to just you know, your health just recovering just over time. You just for a few seconds yeah. and you're good. I'm like, yeah. oh crap, I forgot to inject myself. Like, why is this a thing? Like, I don't want this to be a thing. And uh, even playing this last one, I was kind of, I laughed for a moment because I realized that this was only a multiplayer and zombie mode game. There was no story with this. And I was like, $60. You guys, $60 for this. Yep. There's no way that I was going to pay $60 for this. But I do thoroughly enjoy... Um, just the first-person shooter games out there. And uh, oh, yeah. uh, Call of Duty has just always been one of those ones that's, uh, I don't know, it's it's been around for so long. There's been, like you said, there's been so many so many ways they could do this. And I'm not even surprised that it's just called Modern Warfare because you just start to, you start to run out of names after a while, maybe just relaunch the series and maybe scale it back. We don't need too much stuff going on in there i mean that's that's like the issue with those games though right is they haven't had an original game in like years probably decade it's been the same stuff over and over again and they'll be like oh it's basically modern warfare but we added jetpacks <laughs> nobody asked for this it's like that <laughs> more zombie maps more zombie levels and i could see definitely they do put a lot of uh, work into the zombie mode. I was just someone that never got into the zombies. Like that. See, just... I loved the zombies more than anything. Okay. Like I, I loved the zombies. Like I think I the last uh, Call of Duty game I played was Modern Warfare Two. Um, I think. Uh, yeah, definitely Modern Warfare Two. Um, but the zombies were cool, man. Like the like it like you know it started with World of War. And you've got, you know, the, the main map and it was just about surviving, right? It was just about seeing how far you could push it. And then they added new maps with like a little a couple fun things like, a, you know, generators and, you know, teleporters and, and, you know, gun upgrade stations and stuff, which was cool. But like, then it just got weird. <laughs> then the zombies just got weird. Because like in some of the newer games, you I mean, it's like a whole like campaign oh yeah you have to run in that it's i don't i don't know like i i'm not about that that's not my thing <laughs> you just want it scaled down just like i was saying I, you kind I of just wanted to like the basic zombies yeah. like you know add some more fun maps but the fact that like oh now you have to go assemble a plane and you have to do <laughs> this and that and find all these like weapons that you you know have to do jump through a crazy bunch of hoops for yeah i don't know i, I just feel like call of duty like the series in general has gotten really convoluted and hopefully they actually do scale it back this time around well one of the things i would say for this is that this is a huge huge franchise that is going into the cross-platform gaming and if Fortnite was any sort of indication of how quickly the market will change adapt and follow and just change the whole fort you know everything that they're doing um i definitely hope that we have a whole bunch of games that are cross-platform and uh, oh yeah that'd be cool yeah I'd, I'd be down i mean i'm a i'm a pc gamer and a switch gamer mostly so i mean just yeah if if i could play with you know some xbox friends on my pc like that'd be cool yeah I'd be down okay okay be cool well actually you know what's weird i don't think this is a gaming podcast but i think we will talk about some gaming on this podcast but for the people that are listening right now guess what this is episode 11 
and we're about to kick things off. This is titled Dark Side of the Leaf. So that's right, we're going to be talking about some Dark Leaf Shisha. And since we kind of got the ball rolling a little bit on Video Game Talk, we'll uh, pick that back up towards the end of this podcast. So if you are a gaming fanatic or if you just like video games, uh, you can listen to what else we have to say about video games. We'll probably move on away from the Call of Duty talk. I think that's gone and out. I think uh, we've established where we where we see Call of Duty right now. But other than that, let's jump straight to a little segment I like to call What's in the Ball? Wait, who are you again? Uh Oh, well, I'm sorry. Yeah, how dare you how assume? How dare I assume that after 11 episodes that you would know me just by my voice? That is just... That is That's super narcissistic of you. Inconsiderate. Like, I am. What if what if somebody what if somebody is listening to this episode for the first time? What yeah. If this is the episode and they have no idea who yeah. you are. That's so rude. I could have gone so far in this episode and it just would have been like, who was that guy talking? I you know, I really enjoyed that guy, but I'll never ever know what company he works for, what this podcast is about. So, ladies and gentlemen, and I don't know how many times I can say that in just this intro, ladies and gentlemen, one more time. I am one of the co-hosts of the HS Podcast. My name is Smoker Pass, and uh, I do things over at Hukadashisha. Last week, I gave you a full week, almost a full week, a Monday through Friday of free shipping. And this week, we're celebrating Dark Leaf with a Dark Leaf Shisha sale. So that's just some of the fun stuff that we do over here in Austin, Texas. And I am joined by... I am also Sean. What? And I also do stuff over at Hukadashisha. What? What's weird, right? How we both work for Hukadashisha and we're recording the HS podcast? Crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah, I you know I do stuff over at Hukadashisha. Um, I probably you know replaced somebody's broken base and or told you that you couldn't use two discount codes. That's <laughs> that was probably me. Um, yeah, that's, uh, you know, I work customer service over at, over at, over at the Dash at Hookadash Shisha. So, uh, yeah, that's what I'm doing. Okay. But, uh, we're also doing a podcast. Yeah. And so at this podcast, we're now going to bring back a segment that I like to call once again, what's in the ball? What you got in your bowl today, Sean? Ooh, kicking things off over here. So, uh... Episode 10, we went ahead and killed off a segment of our of our podcast. I hope you all weren't too familiar with it because it's gone for a while and uh, forever. Not forever. It'll come it'll come back, but uh, our whole what did we learn thing is now switched to a shisha review and uh, both of us will be smoking a new flavor each week and uh, we'll tell you about it in this podcast. So the flavor that I am smoking right now is actually the new flavor that i've tried for this week and that is trifecta iced orange mint and this is on the heels of its release it's about it's about to come out it's about to be released and we will drop that information as soon as we get it and uh, i've got that sitting on top of a uh, starbuzz challenger that excess stem that i got recently and i'm using an aluminum d hose of course and if you didn't listen to the last episode i made it very well known that we will probably be using the same stuff in our bowls and the same setups used from episode to episode because this is our time to chill. It's Sunday night. We're hanging. We're hanging out. We don't really want to explore too much. We don't want to adjust our system or setups too much. We'll do that throughout the week. But for this session right here, I'm using the same pipe as last time. So what's over in your bowl, good sir? And uh, true to form, I am also using pretty much the same setup as last week. Uh, it's still rocking that Regal Prince, the, the Redwood, uh, with the Cloud Vitria uh, 2, just the, the, with the metal one. Got the metal one this time around, um, like I usually do. Uh, with, the, with the Cloud Lotus 2, of course. And then smoking just out of, a, uh, out of an aluminum D-hose, so we're uh, sharing that this time around. Not and, sharing uh, a hose. We're not sh- literally sharing a hose. We just share the the fact. That I just we're want using that to be out hose. there. I just I just want that to be out there. That we're not sharing. A hose? That we're not sharing a hose. No, we don't share hoses where we're from. No. <laughs> get your own bowl or get out. <laughs> uh, 
But uh, I am also, as far as what what is in my bowl, I am uh, I am also smoking the uh, new flavor that I have not had before. I am smoking Zomo Miami Nights. Wow! Wow! That is. I know. That is that is different. And it is a uh, yeah. It's it's a flavor. <laughs> okay. Well, let's see. When do we want to do this segment? Should we just do it now? Like, what does it taste like? I mean, I feel like that's in connection to what's in the bowl. Uh, yeah, sure. Let's do it now. Okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have a brand new segment that I like to call "What's It Taste Like." <laughs> so, so, are, are what are we explaining in the segment? Are we gonna explain what it tastes like? Because I would assume I just. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah, okay. you just say what it tastes like. What's, oh, okay, cool. What's your sheets cool. review for the new flavor that you've tried? That's why the segment is called "What's It Taste Like." Okay, I wasn't sure. I didn't know if it was that self-explanatory or not. Okay, got it. And it's always gonna be in that voice. Just all right. I'm gonna hold you to that. Yeah. Yeah. What's it taste like, Sean? <laughs> God, God damn it. Um. So Miami Nights. It's uh man. It's good. It's uh. It's like a mango orange kind of pre-mixed blend. Okay. Um, it's pretty good. Uh, it's not my favorite flavor. It is really heavy on the mango, I feel like. Um, I was expecting there to be more orange, and that's just not coming through like I was expecting. Um, that being said, though, it's still a pretty good mango flavor. And uh, as, as per is usual with Zomo... You've got a little bit of menthol kind of tossed in that mix, just just for the heck of it, just for uh, just for some giggles. It's not Zoma without that cooling, man. Not a little bit of cooling. Um, <laughs> Is that what yeah. you think Miami tastes like? Uh, no, no, no. I think I think Miami tastes like heroin <laughs> and uh, Cuban food. Okay, <laughs> so I could be wrong about that. Um, I don't think you can put that into a shisha form, but no, uh, I don't think so. But you know, I mean, it's it's that's what I assumed Miami Nights would be, but no, apparently Miami Nights just tastes like mango and orange. Okay, and mint. So what is uh, I? You know what I? This is a silly question because I feel like <laughs> the name is is pretty self explanatory for years. But what does your iced orange mint taste? What's like, it Sean? taste like? What's it taste like, Sean? <laughs> It is a um, orange mint flavor. Uh, Who would have guessed? Gosh, it is very orange and very much mint. So, basically, in this process, you're gonna get a orange. So think of just like if you had a cooled orange shisha flavor, right? There was no focus on mint, like the mint leaf or peppermint. It's just like a cool orange that's just one standalone flavor but then someone was like i think we should add just a little bit of mint to this as well outside of the cooling so it's a separate entity and then boom that's what we have with this trifecta ice orange mint it's a very very sweet pulpy kind of smell and it's uh i'm a huge fan of pulp friction and that's the dark leaf side and even when we kind of tested this flavor out before it was completed, it was more in line with that kind of waxy um, orange zest that I was getting from Pulp just now in Blonde Leaf. But now with this updated batch, it's a little bit sweeter. The waxiness is not there. It's very orange juice-like, it feels like. Um, okay. Just like a not a natural orange juice where it's a very bitter, but kind of like a candied orange juice just a little bit. And uh, yeah, iced down perfectly, and the mint is very, very nice. It's uh, very cold with foil and very bright with uh, your HMDs. So this is going to be a very, very delicious flavor to have throughout your smoky, smoky summer. Okay, I have a question. Go for it. Uh, my favorite orange of all time is Alfacher orange. How does it stand up to Alfacher orange? It might remind you of the Alfacher orange, like kind of like a mix between the orange and the golden orange, like as far as the bright okay. sweetness of the orange. Um, okay. The mint is not like the Alfacher orange mint. It is not the same mint style. And I think having the iced orange and then adding the mint 
uh, definitely makes it kind of a little bit different. But I think you'll really enjoy this. This is a Blonde Leaf okay. mix, and uh, it's not a buzzy mix. And it's got that new trifecta Blonde Leaf cut. Very, very choppy and okay, very, very okay. nice. Um, if for our fans of Peppermint Shake, you saw that first. And uh, yeah, God, peppermint shake was such a good flavor, man. Boom, oh boom. my god, I love it so much. <laughs> I know, I know, we weren't talking about that, but I just I got to put it out there, man. I love, I love the peppermint shake from Trifecta, man. It's so good. I saw the abbreviation for it as PMS, and I don't know why we have to abbreviate flavor names, but I don't like that. I don't. Yeah, I don't like that one. I don't like that. I one. don't like it. There's a lot of abbreviations you could you could use for that, and you, that ain't it. I don't. What other that ones though? Now I'm curious. I mean, you could say like pea shake. Uh, yeah, yeah. You could say you could say pea shake. You could say uh, I need a pea shake. P S. You know, peppermint shake. Because uh, I don't think it's peppermint milkshake, is it? I think it's just peppermint shake. Uh, it's peppermint shake, but it would be a peppermint milkshake. Yeah, but the the milk part isn't in the title. Right, right? but it's just pepper and then mint and then shakes. No, 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 that's dumb. Whoever came up with that is dumb (laughs) because the mint in peppermint is not a separate word. Therefore, it is not part of the abbreviation. Okay. Okay. They just wanted to be weird. PMS is not an acronym used here at the HS Podcast. It's peppermint shake or go home. Peppermint shake. All right, so uh, so yeah, talking about that, that's uh, Blonde Leaf, but our focus today, ladies and gentlemen, is the buzzy, 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 buzzy of the Dark Leaf. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm excited to talk about some Dark Leaf. Okay, okay. I have so a long history with Dark Leaf. So. A long history. All right, well, uh, we'll kind of kick things off with kind of going down a, a quick memory lane of our first experiences with Dark Leaf, but... This is a segment called Welcome to the Dark Side. And, uh, yeah, that's how we're introing this segment. Trademarked. Welcome that's to the Dark Side. Welcome to the Dark Side. All right, so um, what was your first Dark Leaf experience like? What was the brand? What was the flavor? Did you pack it yourself? Was it served to you? So I actually had to look this one up. Uh, I had to go look at my uh, my old uh, ordering records from uh, Hukushisha on my old account back when uh, I think it was like 2013. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, it was 2013 when I picked it up. First dark leaf flavor I ever tried was cashmere peach from Tangiers. It was cashmere peach from the Noor line. Solid. And I think that's why i might hate that flavor to this day i do not enjoy cashmere peach but it's so good nope it nope i mean maybe who knows it it might be a good (laughs) flavor but i do not enjoy it whatsoever i think it is gross i do not like the the spiciness to it it it, no just not my thing um and i think some of that stems from the fact that that was the first dark leaf flavor i smoked so i know i smoked it incorrectly i just know i did and that's how, like, most dark leaf, you know, bowls go on your first time around. Mm-hmm. And I just remember it being harsh and burning just constantly. I don't remember what bowl I was using. I assume it was a funnel bowl at that point. But, yeah, it was just, it was rough, man. I did not, I did not know what the hell I was doing with dark leaf when I, when I, <laughs> first ordered that it was it that was a trip man that was a that was a wild thing to smoke i i feel like we we had kind of a similar experience i had uh tangiers and i went with a a ah, a triple pack got the full starter kit got three containers i got an alien bowl a uh three set of tangiers which was orange soda bramble berry and I cannot remember the third flavor uh, to help me. I, I want to say it was some sort of dark flavor, um, dark fruit flavor. But, of course, I had to kick things off with orange soda. I heard so much about Tangiers being so great on the forums at the time, and that's where I was getting just a lot of my information. And so orange soda, I was expecting to have probably, like, in 
what I was expecting, I would say I was putting this session as going to be in like the top three sessions. Like this was supposed to be the top three sessions for me. Like this was about to change the game for me. And I dense packed it. That's what everyone said. You just pack it in super hard. I was like, this bowl for starters is already super shallow. I don't understand why I have a bowl this shallow. And I packed that thing. I poked the holes and just put the coals on and you could just hear the sizzle. I mean, just sizzle, sizzle, juice coming up through the tinfoil. Oh, it was, and I'm sitting there just trying to puff, trying to puff. And I'm just like, I was getting dizzy. The smell of it cooking was awful. My whole apartment just reeked. I had no idea what was going on, but I was just like, you, you enjoy this? You people enjoy this? What is wrong? What is wrong with you guys? (laughs) Going from blonde leaf to that, like even when you overpack like a Starbuzz bowl, it never smelled anything like a burning dark leaf session. Like that Oof. was, I, I knew something was yeah. wrong, and I just did not feel like I should be smoking. I was like, this is this isn't right. Like I want to just throw this all away, but I spent money, so I need to figure this out. Gotta gotta sort it out. <laughs> I gotta figure this out. Um, so yeah, that was. Uh, did you uh, did you acclimate it? Uh, I did not acclimate it. So um, I kind of jumped right into it after leaving the con- the containers out. Like I dumped them in the containers. I think I waited probably about an hour. I left just left the containers open. I didn't smell the soy sauce, which was like the big word on the forums. Was if you smell soy sauce let it sit for longer. It honestly it smelled like orange to me. So I was like, this is probably what i need and uh yeah it was it was bad did you acclimate yours oh yeah i i went the full acclimation route like i like i looked up like strategies with it and like methods that people were using i think i did the uh in the past they told you to acclimate it to like the environment that you're smoking in yeah so at the time i was uh, i was uh, living with my dad uh i was home from college and uh I wasn't allowed to smoke in the house. I was barely allowed to smoke at all. But, uh, you know, I would smoke out in the garage um, primarily. And so I had to acclimate my Tangiers to my garage. <laughs> so I had like a, like a, like I rolled out like a big sheet of foil, uh, emptied the entire burrito out, spread it nice and thin. Uh, and then it was the, it was the, you stir it up every four hours okay. for 24 hours. Yep. Yeah, so so I did that, and uh, I don't know if it worked, man. I don't I don't know. I can't remember that far back, but I mean, it didn't smell like soy sauce, so I assume that it was fine. Right. But it was just it just throwing it in a bowl and 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 packing it. Like I even watched like Eric's video on how to pack tangerines <laughs> at the time. Yeah, it didn't help, man. No. Nope. It it put me out. I was like, yep, this ain't right. <laughs> I don't. I don't think anybody knows what they're talking about with this stuff. Yeah. It was, uh, how long before you attempted your next bowl? I feel like that's an important question. You know, okay, so with that, I think I I, I tried to get it right. I tried to, to, to nail it pretty quickly. Like, I, I, I kept going back. I didn't just, like, give up after the first bowl. I kept going back. I was like, I blew through that 250 pretty quick because it was like, Nope, didn't do that one right. Got to trash this bowl, like yeah. And I, I probably blew through that two fifty in a matter of days, just trying to get it right, and I never did with that flavor. Okay. And uh, so after I finished the two fifty, it was probably another year, I would say, before I before I came back to it. Um, once I kind of brushed up my hookah knowledge a little bit, and uh, yeah, I want to say I was. After the orange soda session didn't go right, uh, I switched over to brambleberry, which, wow, that was <laughs> that was dark. I remember that being oh, yeah. just a very pungent dark flavor, and I definitely remember the other flavor that I had was blue gumball, the old blue oh, gumball. And, okay, uh, yeah, that was very light on flavor, and I could not figure out if I was smoking this right that was the one that i very vividly remember trying to acclimate because i just could not taste it i could not taste that flavor over and over but yeah after a few sessions that night like 
I done just wiping out a bowl of wet tobacco and starting over and then starting yeah. over. And I was just like, I'm watching money go down the drain. Like, I'm just like, oh, it's the worst. What am I doing here? And then it was like, it wasn't even relaxing at that point. It was just like frustrating. And then just switch back to my Starbuzz bowls. I think I let that sit in the cabinet until I was out of my blonde leaf. And I just circled back around to the dark leaf. And I was like, look, I'm not making an order until I get through this stuff and I'm gonna figure it out. And uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's YouTube videos, forums, trying it, trying it, and then just trying to, you know, like if you have no one there with you that is that is smoking dark leaf, there's no one really telling you, like, yeah, this is right, you got it, like, good job. You just kind of have to like go by like what you feel and it, yeah. it just never works. Yeah, you're like, is yeah. this the flavor? Is this it? Is this the taste of tobacco notes that they talk about? What is it that they speak of? <laughs> Dude, the first Darkly bowl, bowl was always just an adventure. Yeah. And I, and I think it's a little bit easier now. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. With, uh, with, I mean, just not even with like the changes that Tangiers has made so you don't have to acclimate it or anything. But just with the sheer amount of options of dark leaf, because like yes, when I when I first started smoking dark leaf, like there wasn't any other brand of dark leaf that I know of other than Tangiers. It was just Tangiers. So you went from you know having blonde shisha like Starbuzz and Ramon and you know Alfaka and everything to just a huge leap in like a learning curve. Mm-hmm. Up to Tangiers. It was like, okay, cool, easy stuff or hard stuff. There was no in-between. But now I feel like, you know, we've got Trifecta Dark. We've got, uh, you know, Azure Dark. We've yeah. got Lavu Dark. We've got... Vintage Serpent. Yeah. yeah, Vintage Serpent. Like, all these other Dark Leaf that are, like, varying levels of, you know, difficulty. And I think that really helps. Oh, yeah, for sure. Just, and, uh, just being able to pick up a Dark Leaf that you know you don't have to, you know, wine and dine to uh, to get the smoke right. Yeah. I think it's it's it's. I think that was a huge uh, huge thing in the dark leaf world. Yeah, that and also just the connectivity that there is right now. You know, being able to find help online very quickly versus oh, yeah. back then. Um, you know, you had a forum or you just searched. <laughs> you searched and you know you figure it out yourself. Um, you hope to find something on the fifth page of Google. Like... <laughs> Did you mean this term, Tangiers? Like, no. Are you talking about the city and the country, <laughs> Tangier? Come no. on. No, you know what I'm talking about. Um, what was your first dark leaf mint flavor? Do you remember that? Uh, yeah, it was cane mint. Okay. Yeah. yeah same same on here. And that was uh did you enjoy that? Was it did it live up to the hype? Like were you picking it up off of hype or just kind of just curiosity? Uh it was all hype. I'm gonna be completely honest. People yeah. kept talking about it and you know, it was I think that one was good, if I remember correctly. Like, the first time I tried smoking cane mint, I believe it was good. It was a little while after my, my cashmere peach fiasco. Um, and, I, you know, I picked up uh, it was a thing of cane mint and a thing of uh, orange soda. And on, the, on kind of the, the next trial run for Dark Leaf. And, uh, man, the cane mint was just good all around. I think cane mint's a relatively forgiving flavor, though. In yeah, terms of it's like, like dark leaf. if it tastes like mint, then you're probably doing something right. <laughs> yeah, and and like the thing with you know the thing with mints too, just in any kind of situation is or most situations, the hotter you get it, the colder it is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, even if you're burning a mint, like burning cane mint, you're still gonna get like that coldness from it, and you know, can kind of do it like a hookah noob. I just assumed that was how it is. So I was happy with it. <laughs> the flavor is activated. Yeah, exactly. Like I was like, wow, this is what it's like. Got it. And I just assumed that's how it should be. And I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. So this is one that's out there. And this is where listeners at home might want to cover their ears. Did you get the Tangiers poops that everyone talks about? <laughs> the Tang poops. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. I think at that point in time, hookah just in general, you know, gave me that feeling. So I didn't I didn't really correlate it specifically with like a dark leaf. Yeah. 
So I, I don't know. I always just hear is this like the with the nicotine or just with the heavier tobacco that that's just one. Man, it's better. It's better than your uh, than your morning cup of coffee. Let me tell you. <laughs> so yeah, now get the day started right. Yeah, like the uh, I definitely remember when I first started at Higashisha, Tangiers was my was my <clears throat> morning start. It was cane minutes and just strong, strong bowls. And I cannot start my day like that anymore. You just you just change a little. <laughs> and uh, one of the things that did happen, kind of just like as the years went on with Tangiers and Darkleaf, it kind of opened my mind or my taste buds to more darker profiles, uh, more spices, more just really really dark kind of profiles, and kind of just made me go further into the flavor exploration like trying to pinpoint different flavors within a profile or within a blend and uh in that way i feel like it helped me and uh, one of those flavors was bug powder which is a mint and cashmere spice flavor and it is like that flavor was so good that it made me come back to cashmere peach because cashmere peach i was with you i was like this kind of has like the grandma perfume scent going on with it but after bug powder i went right back to it just because i really like peach and that instantly became i can understand why it was like as in the top three of tangier's flavors Um, dude bug powder makes me want to throw up (laughs) god even this even like the thought of the smell makes me want to gag oh cashmere mint god yeah that is a it's a delicious delicious something um but spices, yeah, it's uh, that's what you get out of the dark leaf, man. You just get a lot of different spice profiles. Ugh, yeah, for better or for worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, was what's your favorite dark leaf flavor? Uh, or or oh, we go or we go gosh. top three. Uh, top three. I'm gonna say trifecta Indian Kier. Whoa. Yeah, love Indian Cure. It's so good. Uh, uh, cane Mint's got to be up there. I still love Cane Mint to this day. Uh, as far as the other one, I don't know. There's so many options. Um, foreplay on the Peach. Okay, okay. By Tangiers, yeah. All right. I'd have to say that's, that's, that's pretty far up there. All right, so top three for me... Uh, natural order, um, pulp friction, and I haven't had this flavor in quite some time, but it will always be in a top three for me, and that is Tangier's Melon Blend. Okay. Boy, that is a delicious, if you are someone that is... Like we were saying before, when you're jumping into the the dark leaf thing, you're trying to figure out if this is even supposed to taste right, or if this you don't know if this flavor is coming through right. Melon blend is so powerful on the melon; it's really hard to mess that flavor up. Like you will definitely get a full melon flavor from that uh, setup, and it's just one of those one that's kind of easy to play around with as far as getting used to mixing flavors. You can add some pineapple, you can add some mint uh, to it. And uh, one of the sleeper flavors, I will say, in the Tangiers lineup for me is white grape. That is a, uh, I, I don't smoke grape too often, but a white grape flavor from Tangiers. It's very, very juicy. It reminds me of the Welch's white grape juice. And uh, okay, it's just one of those sleeper, sleeper flavors out there. Um, and uh, for, all, for all you listeners out there, you may... Uh... You may be able to be able to pick up some of, if not all of these flavors, on sale this week. Yep. Cause do 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 newsroom. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Flawless, tra- flawless uh, transition. Flawless transition. Flawless I'm gonna transition. keep your now. Normally, I've been doing the, the singing, so this time around, I'm gonna leave that terrible attempt at the newsroom <laughs> intro. There we go. That's a little bit better. Um, uh, so yeah, so in the so newsroom, 
where we talk about things happening in the office. And no, I don't mean the show that Sean is still not watching. I mean the office of Rehugadashisha. Days, uh, <laughs> days without a uh, office joke about me not watching it, zero. I told you every episode. Uh, all right, so yeah, so we've got the Dark Leaf sale going on. Um, check out our page. You might be able to score yourself a Tangier's shirt, uh, Tangier's bowls, some cane mint, some other just awesome Dark Leaf shenanigans. <laughs> so many Dark Leaf shenanigans. Uh, and then also um, on our Facebook page, we're giving away a Black Sharif hookah. So today is Wednesday. You have two more days left to enter that. So if you are listening to this a week late, sorry. We're Sucks sorry. To suck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but basically, I just uh, went through our KM shipment. I know we've talked about it a couple uh, episodes ago about us getting mm-hmm. new KMs in stock, but now we are fully, fully updated. We have all of the photos in, online. There's some wild new base options. One of them is a solid black base option. Like it's pretty, I saw that. pretty interesting. So we are set to go on the KM. So I grabbed one of them and posted a video of it on Facebook. And I said, you guys can have this. One of you all can have this. If you just post a photo of your setup, just your current setup, because I want to share a lot of your photos throughout this summer. I want to be having a, a summer of Hukashisha fan photos. A fan fiction. Um, fan? A summer of photos? <laughs> yeah. Fan fiction? That's the worst idea. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so that is what is going in down, going in down on, uh, on the site. Do you have any other news, Sean? Uh, no, I, th- I think that kind of ticked all the boxes. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, always good news. New episode of the HS podcast this week, just... You know, Wednesdays, tune in. To what so, you're already listening that, to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, what you're already listening to. Tune in every Wednesday. Yeah. And if you don't know where to find our episodes or our blog or anything like that, you can head over to hookadashisha.com forward slash hookah love new. And uh, you'll find this podcast and some other podcasts and a bunch of other blog posts yeah. uh, featuring, you know, you not me sometimes me sometimes you like i said yeah. you were you were on there you were getting some video time some play oh, time man gotta bring that back up aren't we <laughs> you're getting some play time and speaking of play time i have a extremely lengthy play time with uh halo i was just looking at i have uh 806 multiplayer games on halo 5 that was an effortless transition oh yeah effortless transition smooth as butter uh, yeah, I've I've uh, Halo games. I've got I've got a few hours in those. At least up to three, uh, Halo three. Well, you know, good games. Oh, I thought you were saying up to three hours. I was like, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I I've played up to three hours of the Halo games. Like, I'm not even gonna play against you ever. That's just boring. <laughs> I'll, I'll beat you. Uh, that's not gonna happen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so what other stuff do you play? I feel like we laughed off that challenge. <laughs> I don't know if you're serious. I mean, I'll take you. We can I mean, go. Well, we, can give it a, we can give it a try. We can give it a try. But see yeah, what happens. It, it won't be great for you. It's uh... all right. You know, we can we can see <laughs> we can see what happens. Okay, throw down. I think we got ourselves a challenge. Oh no, a challenge! <laughs> uh, we're gonna bring uh, the video games to the uh, to the office, and uh, no screen no screen peeking. We might have no to uh, split the cameras up or split the TVs up, but. Uh, yeah. Anyways, what games do you like to get down with when you have yourself a nice, nasty session of Double Apple? Oh, goody. I was like, where are you going with that? <laughs> I was like, that seems like a weird way to describe a hookah session. Uh, nasty. Uh, so I think we're different in, uh, in, in, our, in our game choices when we, uh, when we play. We're different I, in everything. I mean, you're right. Like, you're right. But I was going to, you know, try to try to play it off. But no, we're different in a lot of ways. And, I, you know, that definitely includes uh, video games that we like to play. Um, through even just, you know, kind of discussions on this podcast and, and, you know, kind of around the office and everything. You tend to like multiplayer games. Yep. I'm all I am, about putting someone down online. I am very much the opposite. Ah, okay. Yeah, I uh, I'm very heavy into like single player games. Um, I really like open world games, 
Skyrim has always been one of my favorites. Uh, the Fallout series, just kind of as a whole, with the exception of Fallout 76. Uh, I mean, I, I've put probably thousands of hours into those games. Uh, you know, just kind of you know single-player open-world games. Um, kind of on that, on that note, Legend of Zelda uh, Breath of the Wild on Switch. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite Switch games to date. One of my favorite Legend of Zelda games to date. Okay. It is just so good. So good. Because I don't like the stress of multiplayer when I'm trying to re- like relax at home and smoke. There's, there, there's so much going on. There's so much stress, dude. Okay. Like, I was playing PUBG for a while, uh, you know, uh, playing on Battlegrounds. Yeah. That's it a just... stressful game because you're playing that. That's that's too long for starters. Those games are too long. And yeah, they put are. put that they much are. time into a game where you can just bloop. Whoops, sorry. I mean, but I feel like that way about like all the other multiplayer games. Like it's just like, uh, um, there's so much stress and like effort a that I have to play. Ten minute match, like, and you know, you give it, give it your all. <laughs> and you know what? I I I think my biggest issue is that I can't pause. Okay. I like to be able to pause a game because you know, <laughs> sometimes I got to do some other stuff, and uh, multiplayer I can't do that. Sometimes I don't want to have to be like. Hello, girlfriend. I need you to wait 15 minutes while I finish up this game. Yeah. Because clearly that's more important. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm pause the game and take the trash out or something. I don't know. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah. So what's, I don't know. So what's your top five then for games to play while you smoke? Oh, God. Uh, dun, 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 dun. Oh, God. PC, uh, console, however you want to throw it. All right. So Skyrim on the PC is probably number one. That's just I, hours and hours into that game, and I still find still find it fun. I still find stuff to do. It's just a wonderful game. And then with all the mods that you can install on the PC, so good. Uh, I'd probably have to follow, say Fallout New Vegas is number two. Okay, one of my favorite games of all time. Uh, let's see. Oh God, Stardew Valley. If you have not played Stardew Valley, you just need to lose yourself in that game for a couple weeks. I've played Slime Rancher, which I hear is pretty close. I, I invested a lot of time into Slime Rancher. I might have to try Slime Slime Rancher because I have not played that one yet. Yeah. Um, yeah, you should definitely look into Stardew Valley, man. You should. Uh, I mean, you have a Switch. Yep. You could uh, you could snag that for about fifteen bucks. Okay. Totally worth just, it. Just just snag Mario Party for the cool sixty. That price nice. just never goes on sale. Nice. Yeah, of course not. It's Nintendo. What yeah. are you talking about? Um, so that's number three. Uh, I'd probably have to say Civilization Five. I don't even know, I don't know what if that you, is. It's like a like a RTS, like turn based kind of like where you have armies. Oh, and, is that the one with like Napoleon on the front of the cover, like pointing? Uh, probably. Okay. Um, yeah, it's like an RTS. You know, you command a bunch of units, build. You know, get resources, build buildings, all that stuff. Dude, I lose so much time in that game. Yeah, see, that sounds boring to me. (laughs) Oh, dude, it starts off boring. Like you start off like, huh, why am I, why am I playing this? And then it's like, you know, you look it out of the clock and it's like 10 p.m. Oh, I need to go to bed soon. But one more turn, and then you look up five minutes later and it's 4 (laughs) a.m. And you're just like, oh, hmm, the sun's gonna be out soon. (laughs) So that's cool. Uh, yeah, dude, you just get lost in that game. Like, th- there's always one more turn. Always one more turn. You just, ah, just one more turn. I'll just get it like, next turn, next turn. Yeah, no, that one is is too addicting. Um, what is that, four? Yep. Why, why did you pick five, man? Why did you pick top, top five? Top five, top five. Uh, just as, since it's fresh on my mind, just, uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, that's probably number five. That's, uh, it's a good game to just kind of lose yourself in. Wow. Okay. So you know, none of those really have any connection to the outside world. I guess Fallout does. Eh. Fallout multiplayer is another thing. Uh, I mean that's Fallout seventy six. So okay. I'm not really including that, but. All right. All yeah, right. Yeah. Well, that was uh, a train wreck of a game, but. <laughs> okay. Well then, um, yeah, mine are pretty much the exact opposite <laughs> of all of those games. <laughs> All of those games. My top five. Big is, surprise. My top five is very easy for me to always kind of just ramble. But Halo is always at the top, top spot. That is, mm, uh, man, that, that has just been my my thing for 
many, many, many years. Um, right now I'm going through Legendary on the last Halo game, just trying to get that achievement for uh, beating it on Legendary Solo. Just something to do for each of the Halo games. Then after Are you that, going after the Vidmaster achievements? The what? The Vidmaster achievements? No. Oh, dude, you, if you're going to do it, you got to do those. I mean, there's like, there's a... Uh, there's one I don't remember the exact you know, specifications of it, but it's like beating the legendary campaign on Halo Three uh, in under a certain amount of time. Yeah, and it's uh, and the like the time is ridiculous. You basically have to shave off like three or four minutes of on the par time on each level. So you have to do it like several minutes faster than the average. Nah. On legendary, all skulls turned on. <laughs> nope. Yeah. <laughs> no. See, I'm an achievement hunter for sure. I'm really getting close to my hundred k, but uh, I just do what's attainable sometimes, and uh, I definitely Fair think I don't waste your life. <laughs> yeah, you'll spend a lot of time just playing legendary by yourself. Uh, just with the damage that's inflicted but outside of that it will definitely go halo and immediately to gears uh gears is just oh, okay. an amazing amazing game um story mode and multiplayer both of those games halo and gears have me set on that uh call of duty is just something that i have on there uh, because i feel like i can always jump in like they have a good lifespan like you can always go back into some of the older call of duties and still be able to get into a game um i know we said kind of in the beginning not really feeling too many of the changes that happen but despite me saying that i don't like the changes that happen i have played every call of duty that has come out um i will i will never purchase them when they are released though i always Mm. always always will play a call of duty game once it's on sale it's it's always just like i don't need it i could honestly still play the call of duty from two releases ago and still find (laughs) games online if i really have an itch to play call of duty because really it's not so much the game itself like trying to play a certain like the new one or the old one it's just the call of duty experience is what i'm kind of going after uh, you know, when I'm smoking, I just want to play just a little bit of Call of Duty. It's not Halo. It's not futuristic. It's not Gears. It's not third person. It's just a FPS with just regular gun setup. Uh, Titanfall. Titanfall is the next one. Is uh, Titanfall Two it is a fantastic, fantastic game, um, and it's an old game that. Uh, uh, it's an older game, but it definitely didn't have a huge release. But then after Apex came out people realize that that was from the same company and so now they can have all kind of circled back and re- revive the titanfall servers for sure huh. those things are flooded now and it doesn't even take too long to find a game and uh i would say my my fifth one is uh skate three because oh, i uh, okay okay yeah. <laughs> i am uh, always always into any kind of uh, skateboarding anything and skate 3 is an amazing game um i was gonna say tony hawk but it skate 3 always takes over on tony hawk tony hawk is just you know the one that kicked things off i will still always brag and say that i am a, a tony hawk 3 and tony hawk 2 champion for texas that was uh my early days of long manuals throughout a whole entire level <laughs> just... I, I will say i you know while i'm not a big skateboarder or like i i'm not a skateboarder at all and i never kind of really got into the like heavily into the the skating games some of the most fun i've ever had has been in skate three like just in college just like roommates playing it and mm-hmm. just like we would just pass off the controller and be like trying to do beat all like the challenges and everything and exactly try to, like, Oh man, some of the most fun I've ever had. We would just get hammered drunk and just, <laughs> and just go hard on some skate. Like, yeah. That was always great. the graphics, the controls, like everything about it was super cool. Um, you know, like Tony Hawk was just the unrealistic side of skateboarding. Although Skate Three, you were definitely doing some things that weren't um, super uh, achievable, but it was at least a little bit closer than doing a backflip off the ground and landing in a nose manual and then <laughs> doing another front flip like in Tony Hawk. But uh, definitely, yeah, those are the type of games that I get down with because, I don't know, when I get down to smoke and relax, 
my quick 10 minute game of just trying to take out another team. I don't really try to do the team up with a bunch of friends and then go into a game. I always kind of just go in solo and just, you know, roll the dice on who my teammates are. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm always super happy with that because I feel like instead of logging in to complete a quest that might take a lot of time, I feel like I'm already committing a lot of time to it. Although I'll spend a lot of time playing, a, you know, a first person shooter multiplayer. I'll be in a lobby for like two hours, whereas I'll say I don't have time for a long story. But I'll spend <laughs> I'll spend two hours playing like the same team deathmatch map for a while. And uh, I don't know. It's different. It's very, very different. Um, you know, like right now, I, I just started playing Darksiders too. Just it's a good game. Just cause I just I just had time. I felt like, and I started playing it. And I was like, yeah, this is cool. And then once I was done, I was like, I already knew it. Like once I was done with my session, I was like, I don't think I'll be playing this for a while. But it was fun. I just know myself, and I know yeah. that I'm not going to be coming back to this game. It was just like a bloop. Like if I didn't press A, it wasn't gonna happen. Like it wasn't gonna start. That's a good game. You should uh, you should really go back to it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, games, games while smoking. That was our favorite games while smoking. Or, now we've got E three around the corner. I'm excited. Okay, I'm very excited. Okay, you're very excited. We might have to do a little bit of a E three recap. Is there anything that you are super excited for, or have you been following any kind of teaser updates? Yes. So. Uh, it's pure speculation. Is it Pokemon? But, uh, I don't know. Okay, I thought I, I thought you were going to talk so, about Pokemon. So, uh, I mean, I I very may well be talking about Pokemon in a couple weeks. Um, so I saw on the Nintendo Switch subreddit that Best Buy has added. It was like twenty something uh, new SKUs that are unnamed in their system. Apparently, like, if you can search them on the website or in some way find them on the website, and it shows up, and they're all pretty much games for the Switch. Okay. And But you don't know which games they are. And I was reading comments and everything, reading about it, and people are like, oh, yeah, a lot of, uh, a lot of companies, like, make placeholder SKUs ahead of, like, big... Uh, game announcements and like like announcement conferences just so that you know they're already in the system and everything they already have a spot in the system right um so it's not confirmed that there's going to be 21 new games for the switch coming at e3 but it is uh likely that there will be a number of relatively large uh game announcements for the switch title announcements yeah and uh I'm hoping one of them is a new Pokemon game, and I'm hoping one of them is the uh, the Metroid Prime trilogy for the Switch. So I, oddly enough, even though you're the big Pokemon fan, I I followed something that said that they've got three Pokemon games to announce. Um, one of them being a Detective Pikachu game for the Switch. Yep. And then some other things coming out after that. But I am super super excited. For Square Enix to drop the banner on the Marvel Avengers game because okay. we're talking about a open world kind of environment like Spider-Man, but being able to customize your superheroes and have co-op drop in and drop out play with yeah, other people. Oh my God! <laughs> you, yeah, that, I'd be down for that. That is that is one of those situations where I'm like, yes, I got the special edition. Like, well, oh, I didn't see that there didn't? was another option. <laughs> like, you thought I was gonna get normal? Like, what? Why? <laughs> what kind of pleb do you think I am? <laughs> I don't even know what I get with it, but I'm already like, okay, that's a special edition. That's a pre-order. Like, that's that's happening. That's funny. Uh, that's actually really funny. Uh, but yeah, that and then also I saw a banner for. Uh, a Netflix uh, banner with the Gears of War chainsaw on it. And okay. Yeah, so that is to be announced as well, which I am all for. All, all for. I mean, I have a Gears of War Xbox. It it screams when you turn it on. And 
Never I, got into the Gears games. Oh man, there's 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 some fun to be had there. And, oh, uh, I'm sure it's really good on PC. Um, you can get them on PC as well. Um, you don't have to use the Xbox. Um, but yeah, I am. I'm ready for E3. You're ready for E3. That's one of those places where I want to go to an E3 and actually attend one. Mm-hmm. Um, but they always look so packed. It's like watching Coachella oh, from home. Dude, I'll, it's just I'll like never, <laughs> I'll never do anything like that. I don't like crowds. Yeah. So like, like to begin with. So it's one of those things. It's like, oh, I could go to this festival and pay all this money to stand in the heat. Or and deal with you know a million other people and then you know not shower for four days or like <laughs> type of thing when I'm like or I could just listen to the music I want to listen to at home in my AC with like no pants on so like yeah I mean of course I'm not gonna go to, I'm never gonna go to E3 unless it's like I get paid to go out there yeah. I'm never just gonna go pay money to go to E3 and what get to wait in line for four hours to play. <laughs> 10 minutes of a of a you know intro to a game that isn't finished yet no thanks yeah see like that's the thing it's like with e3 if i went i wouldn't wait in those lines like i would go just to see everything but as far as like hey want to wait in this line to be the first to play this game like i'm i'm pretty much past that like i'll wait for the game to come out that's why i'm not going to be there for that like i would be checking the rooms checking the q a's checking you know, they have huge figurines. I'd love to see the art rooms that they have yeah. up there for people, you know, selling art. But, yeah, that's definitely just one of those things where every time I look at it and I see how many people are there, it's just like looking at Coachella where it's like... It makes me want to cry. What is going on? Like, it's got to be pretty hot. It, I mean, it, you're in California. It's uh, There's a lot yeah. going on. and I Yeah. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good <laughs> on all of that. You're good. Just, just all that. go with the Twitter updates and call it yeah, a day. Yeah, you know what? Reddit will tell me what I need. <laughs> like, it's fine. All right. It's fine. That's been, a, that's been quite a quite a bit of gaming talk. Yeah, I, I like that. That was, uh, yeah, that was good. You know, we, we, we kick things off with gaming and we'll end things with, with gaming. And now that we don't have a what did we learn, we don't really have a, a closing segment. So what I'd like to throw out now is do you have any empowering words of wisdom for our listeners to last until the next time they hear our voices believe in yourself all right ladies and gentlemen believe in yourself learn to love yourself (laughs) wow i thought he was gonna give me some time to think of one but he was ready to go so our (laughs) 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 all right our uh I'm I'm really I'm hearing the intro for this segment in my head, but I can't make it happen with just my voice. <laughs> it's kind of like a reading rainbow kind of empowering words from Sean's <laughs> reading rainbow. There we go. So now we get to a segment called empowering words from the Sean's. And I throw on the Hanna Barbera. <laughs> Weird. Did you just say Hannah Montana? No, Hannah Barbera. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm much. I'm I'm more disappointed than I was. Oh, I thought you were about to say I'm watching, and I was like, what? What? What you watching? No, no, no. So yeah, so empowering words of wisdom from the Shans is this segment, and that's how we'll be closing things off until we find a better closing segment. So his words of wisdom to you or other Sean. <laughs> Or, uh, <laughs> believe in yourself and learn to love yourself. Wow. Wow. Um, all right. And then my words of wisdom to you would be, oh, I got it. I got it. Okay. And this this is not a, a new phrase. This is, um, these are wise, wise words from a wise woman. If, uh, if at first you don't succeed, dust yourself off and try again. And that goes for all of us out there that are trying darkly for trying something for the first time and it just doesn't go the right way. Just dust yourself off, dust the ashes off, and try that bowl one more time. Boo. Oh, come on. Boo. <laughs> Boo. I thought I had it. Nope, nope. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and say giving up is always an option. Yeah, yeah, just... Giving up is always an option. Failure, totally legitimate choice. It's fine. Well, you yeah. accept failure in the bowl itself, and then you move <laughs> on to trying again. You're, you're moving past failure. Don't let that gray cloud 
carry nah, into your week. Nah, it's fine to give up. If you feel like you want to give up, you can give up. Oh my gosh. You're your own person. You're an adult. You you get to decide what success means. And if it doesn't work, acclimate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If it doesn't work, just dump it out on some tinfoil to make your dad think you're smoking meth in the garage. Because um, that's a thing that my dad thought. What's uh, going on? Boop, boop, boop. That's been episode 11 of the HS Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, you have just walked over to the dark side of the leaf. This has been the dark side of the leaf. <laughs> episode 11. We have been your hosts for the evening or the day or the morning whenever you're listening to this podcast. Um, we are the Shawns. And catch y'all later. Smoke you on the next one. Smoke y'all on the flip side. Bye. Bye. <laughs> we need to get a better intro. That it ends way too Shit. calmly. That was that was that was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what was happening in that last bit, but <laughs> We gotta come up with notes on this one. We didn't even have anything typed up for the end of this. It was just like a white abyss on the sheet. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> oh, it's great. Oh, we're it's past great. an hour. What do we do? Do we just hang up? <laughs> I don't know. We just wing it and see what happens. Oh, God. Right. I'm still uh, recording, so I don't know if yeah, you're... Yeah, I am. Okay, I'm gonna stop. Okay.